0: From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. To coincide with International Women's Day, today I catch up with AIBF Business All-Star Inspirational Business Person of the Year, Karen Horgan, Managing Director of Abbeylands Furniture. Who for over 60 years have been a leading furnishings brand with a reputation for quality and inspiring interiors, excellent customer service and a commitment to supporting local manufacturing. so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Caroline. I think it's extremely fitting as you're the All-Ireland Business Foundation's Business All-Star Inspirational Business Person of the Year for 2023, that we're actually having this conversation to coincide with International Women's Day. I'd love to hear from you, Caroline, of uh, of all the wealth of experience that you've garnered in your years heading up Scatterbox. But your journey into entrepreneurship had to start somewhere. When did you, as a female leader in business, actually realise, do you know what? I'm actually an entrepreneur. Um,
1: Well then... Elaine, firstly, I'd like to really thank the AIBF for giving me this extremely prestigious honour. And um, I'm actually chuffed. I've told my mother when I rang her yesterday, she's going to have to widen the front door to let my head in. I'm just so, <laughs> I am so privileged uh, uh, to be um, selected as the Female Inspiring of the Year. So When did I first think, do you know what, Elaine? I never really considered. I didn't know back when I took over my family business, which my father had started in 1959. I thought it would be a continuation of the business. We had family members working in the business, and um, that is what I thought I was taking over in 1999. Uh, We were furniture manufacturers and um, foam supplies, but um, I, when uh, they really when the the leather imports came into ireland um, and the whole industry moved from manufacturing global imports coming in we were faced with um, uh, capabilities and no product to with no demand for our product um, we first started making cushions so i didn't really realize that, that would be a business. It was something that evolved um, from trial and error. It was really, we tried uh, various um, various manufacturing, um, other products within the textiles. Uh, So I didn't really realize I was an entrepreneur until uh, the last couple of years when Scatterbox started to gain uh, both recognition here in Ireland and internationally, that uh, I realized, well, actually, uh, some of the things that I've actually done... um, possibly has uh, contributed to the success of the brand. Absolutely.
0: Um, And I think from the outside looking in both, you know, looking at you as a business person and all that you've achieved within the business, um, but also as a female business leader to see how you stepped into the shoes, but the business that you stepped into the shoes of has evolved so much from where that was, Caroline, you know, and, and so much of that is down to you and your guidance and your leadership. And one thing very admirably that you've done is that you really have grown this manufacturing business you've grown taking it internationally would you like to just share with our listeners you know the challenges in and the opportunities there is and even how you went about growing scatterbox internationally <laughs> Um, well
1: Ireland is a very small country as we know and there are when you have a product uh, I always feel you need to have it needs to be a solution but product is there a demand for it so we had kind of exhausted a lot of our Irish uh, customers and um, thought well our nearest neighbours uh, they're our closest uh, we have our affinity and it's quite easy to say transport to the UK it's not and that much more expensive than it is in Ireland. And we're similar, we're similar, um, we have a similar demographic. So we, I would say we rocked up to a trade fair As you would. <laughs> in 2007 um, with our product, expecting everyone here. We are buy from us type of thing. Uh, I certainly wouldn't recommend that today. I would say that you do need to research your market. You need to understand your distribution. You need to have uh, boots on the ground, basically, mm-hmm. or follow up afterwards. Because um, the Irish, uh, an Irish customer likes buying from an Irish company. And we are... Guaranteed Irish, supporting Irish business, supporting local community. So um, in we have exhibited in the UK. Um, I'm actually uh, delighted to say approximately 45% of the product that we manufacture today in the Scatterbox brand is exported. Wow. Uh, in 2019, um, in preparation for Brexit, uh, we looked at other markets because we had expected or had been the challenges that may be there between uh, the UK and Ireland and they're not being the European Union. So we exhibited in Frankfurt and Ambiente with the help of Enterprise Ireland, who are a major support to Irish indigenous manufacturing businesses and helping them uh, move forward and uh, develop new markets. Um, we did a program called Enter the Eurozone. We were one of 19 companies um, that were on the first program, and that gave us a, a road map to how you might um, how you See might and
0: navigate,
1: navigate that journey into an, a different market. One of the major things um, that you should first do is what is most successful of your product here in your own market. So firstly, if you're very successful with a product, obviously you need to try and find the same type of customer that suits your your uh, profile, your customer profile. And in our case, it would be medium to high-end furniture stores, garden centers and interior stores and department stores. So with that, we went to Ambiente, which is in Frankfurt uh, in 2019. Um, I'm proud to say today we're. I'm hoping to visit Vietnam next uh, in May for a, a customer we met there. 2020 was quite again and um, we were growing because you do need to attend these markets a couple of mm-hmm. times uh and then we um and also the location where you are on a stand and um but unfortunately we're hit obviously with covid and mm-hmm. you know we were a challenged um We exhibited back again this year um, in Ambiente and it was phenomenal. Uh, We have more leads from various companies, but again, we go through those leads. And if there was, say, markets that we wouldn't be uh, targeting here in Ireland, um, uh, we wouldn't target those markets in the other countries. So, you know, it might be very... uh, you know great that you have this stores that have 180 stores but unless their price points are within the to, to accept an irish manufactured product which in in itself is going to be uh more expensive, expensive
0: probably yeah the cost will really um, be higher uh, here yeah. than a lot of other
1: yes it would be higher than than say Far east imports but you know uh it should it that's that's the challenge that is to find product that is clearly um uh, more has more longevity, has quality, and um, and obviously from a design point of view, um, we're very trend for uh, uh, trend orientated. Uh, we look at the various trends on the market and what's out there in terms of um, flooring, uh, light, um, flooring, lighting, flooring, um, lighting, colors of paints and um, materials that have been used, uh, whether it's wallpaper, whether it's um, wood, uh, concrete walls. Now, mm-hmm. these are the latest things and dark walls. So we try and provide product within that and um, hopefully now 2024 will be a really good year for us um, based on the the foundations that we made um, from the trade fair exhibiting in the, uh, this year in Ambiente.
0: So the future is certainly looking bright uh, for you, Carlin. And I just I suppose when you look back now as to how far you've come and you reflect back over all of those years, what would your biggest learnings have been?
1: Um, well, I suppose uh, with every business and i mean in particular in manufacturing um there are challenges both from you know you're employing people and um that you know when if there's any kind of a break in recession or we've had the challenges recently in covid um you you know you're 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 those people are still there and your people are key. Uh, so to have surrounding, um, we found that um, communication, communication with uh, with staff, letting them know what what your intentions are um, and communication with customers as well. So in terms of the learning, um, when you have a problem or an issue um, to look at solutions rather than and, and go forward and Trying to keep within your capabilities or expanding your capabilities um, within whatever, whatever. In, in our case, we are uh, we are we produce um, manufacturing. We've got sewing and cutting, and we've got designs. So um, continuing along that, um, growing products for the Scatterbox range has, uh, and and possibly uh, more more styles or more introducing where we're primarily focused on living, living room and um, some bedroom and we may move into dining room, for example, could be could be an option for us.
0: And I think that's uh, a fantastic um, thing that you said there as well, just to, to tie it back into when you talked about going internationally, is that to focus on something that you do very well here first uh, when you do, then you're going with a very good core and strength. And at that point in time, as, as you're just in there, then there might be time then to diversify into something else and look at other revenue streams or other angles. But I think there's a great lesson in that for anybody, irrespective of your business, if you are, you know, in that field and looking at trading, you know, and diversifying, is that focus on getting your core really good, Caroline. And um, I think you know the theme of International Women's Day this year is all about you know, imagine a gender equal world. I'd love to hear maybe, because you're in the textile business, in manufacturing, sometimes there can be a, a particular stereotypical profile of, of who would be there and who would be the boss of a company or the CEO or and dealing with yeah. different, different cultures or whatnot. Correct. What have your experiences been as a female leader in business now trading internationally?
1: Well, um, first, when I first started out, I was very much in a male uh, dominated business. Believe it or not, it was all textiles were, you know, going back when we started maybe 15 years ago in textiles. And even when I was buying textiles for furniture, very much male orientated. And it's probably because maybe that sales, you know, it was easier for a man to to travel in in the time it would have been easier for a man to travel and and be away from home uh than more from a woman um but uh it so very much it uh, was a male dominated industry i think we've turned its head uh substantially uh within both in, in terms of when you go into our customers, we see a huge amount more of female um, buyers, um, female senior managers, um, which is fantastic. Internationally, um, you will still see a lot, particularly um, further outside of Europe. I think Europe has an uh, Ireland, um, you know, and particularly in Europe, um, you will see maybe a 50 50 split now with women uh women in business we're very much i think we have probably about well about sick over 60 percent of our of our 40 staff are women um and uh but internationally I, I i'll give you a story i was just only it's only recently three weeks ago uh when we were in Ambiente and it was amazing to see people returning um we, we met people from uh, all over the world and this lady came up to me and what well, i was actually talking to this really tall gentleman in a suit and he was that uh, we were smiling and chatting, probably looked like we we're having just a chat. Um, and she started asking me questions about the product. And I said, oh, I'm really sorry I get somebody for you. And she said, oh, maybe you'll introduce me to your CEO directly at him. And I <laughs> He laughed and he just said, wouldn't expect that from from a, from from a, from, a, from a sister, as he called it. You know, he was from New Zealand. Wouldn't expect that from a sister. So, yeah, there is a the perception that uh, the boss is a man. Uh, Different cultures,
0: you know, it's it's just a different culture. Yeah. It's just amazing, isn't it, to see? And I suppose it's inspiring on the other side to see how far we have come as a nation of entrepreneurs because I know Ireland, you know, it used to be known as the island of saints and scholars, but I think we do have some fantastic, powerful entrepreneurs and business leaders like yourself, Caroline. Um, And I think having listened to our our conversation here today and all the wonderful advice and nuggets that you've shared with our listeners, it's no wonder that you're being acknowledged as the Inspirational (laughs) Business Person of the Year by the All-Ireland Business Foundation. Caroline, I wish you every success in the future. We're going to watch out for you in 2024. And I have to say, I'm a huge admirer of your products. And for any of our listeners, you know, if you just jump onto the Abbeylands, the Scatterbox website, you can see some fantastic furnishings and all of that in there that will be just magnificent um, in any home or, or environment. So Caroline, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you so, so much, Elaine. Thank you very much. That was good.
0: Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars Programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.